Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the Joey Showy. I'm your host, Joey. Here we go. I took a break. I said I was gonna, and I did. It just lasted a lot longer than I thought it was gonna. But I'm back. I miss doing the podcast. And I think I like doing it. It's just so early, it's kind of hard to tell sometimes. But every hesitation is all the same stuff I've said already. I struggle with taking up space. And I don't really know what this podcast is yet. And it's hard for me to want to come back and keep doing something that's an experiment, basically. Um, but I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. I've had some good talks with my friends about it, you know, asking me if I was going to continue. And I'd be like, yeah, I, I think so. I, I want to. But it's weird. And they're like, well, what do you want out of it? I was like, I, I don't know, but I definitely have something to prove to myself because I keep coming back to it. Like, I know what I want the podcast to be, right? I know that I want it to be a thing that I use to connect with people. And I realize now that that's going to take some time, right? I got to like build something for people to connect with I can't just jump in and be like tell me all your things I'm here like it's it's gonna be a gradual process to get it to where I envision it so for now it's just me and that's where I struggle like I've always been confident in how I exist in relationships like I'm I'm confident in who I am to people like I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain it I'm confident in you know helping people relating to them just being a place of like comfort and reassurance so if I don't have like another person to be doing that with I don't really know what I offer on my own. That sounds so sad. Um, but that's the kind of stuff that I'm struggling with. Like like I said, I, I have something to prove to myself that I alone am enough and I'm interesting and whatever. I, I'm just, I'm not a big talker, so it's really funny to want to do a podcast, but that's what I want to do. And I know all of these insecurities are just in my head. I am a head case. I always have been. I've yet to find like my magic trick to pull myself outside of my head. So it's just like navigating through this stuff. And it's funny because today I'm actually going to talk about some parallels, always being a head case, um, just things that have always existed throughout my life. I've found myself recently coming back to a lot of like just thoughts and feelings and wants that I had when I was a child and they're like resurfacing now. I think they just got buried down 
through life, you know, like other things come up. You maybe I didn't lose myself, but I am kind of just coming back to myself. It's not like a regression. It's not a renaissance. It's like I'm just kind of coming back to all of these things that used to be there and at some point I lost sight of those things so it's just been really interesting recently how many things have like come up like that um and I think a lot of it has to do with I stopped taking my medication so I talked about that probably like my first episode um I was on sertraline for the last five or six years. Um, And when I went on it, I definitely had a hard time. Not a hard time, but I was slow to accept it. I knew I needed it. It was helping me. But like from the get go, I was like, when do I get to come off of this stuff? And at a certain point, I was like, okay, this might be a lifelong thing. I don't have to come off of it, but over the last couple years, I really just, I missed how sensitive I was. That was the biggest challenge for me being on that medication. It didn't numb me, but it dulled a lot of my emotions and I've always loved how sensitive I am. I love crying. I'll cry if I'm happy, sad, angry confused, whatever. I'm going to cry. And I missed it. And honestly, my body felt it. Like I could deal with things a little better. It felt like the medication made my baseline more neutral. Um, So if there were big emotions, they just weren't as big. And it was a, I was able to like get through things I guess better, but I, I, crying is a release. And so it felt like not being able to cry. It felt like my body was just storing everything I felt like mentally I would move past stuff, but it really just felt like, I don't know, like the last couple months before I stopped taking the medication, I was like, I have to fucking cry. I need to cry. Oh my God. Like my body is about to burst because I can't cry and let me tell you I've cried (laughs) so I talked to my psychiatrist I actually had switched to a new one because I mean don't even get me started on medication and psychiatrists and how insane that entire system is but so I switched to a different psychiatrist um, and the first day we talked I was like hey, I think I want to start tapering off of my medication. I know I just met you, so I understand if if you want to see me a couple times before we do this. She's like, well, why? And I said, I miss myself. I miss my sensitivity. I miss crying. Uh, this, this has helped me. I think I needed it to get through a really hard time. And I now feel like I'm in a place where I would I would like to not be on it anymore she's like all right let's start you on a lower dose so long story short I tapered off of it a little quicker than intended but I did and like 
after the first week of not being on it, I remember going outside and sitting down and I was dog sitting and um, so I'm at this beautiful property and the sun was shining. There was this light breeze and I started just sobbing and it was the best. I was sobbing because it was a beautiful day. Like it was just a beautiful day and I could feel it and it made me cry. I cried because of how beautiful it was. I cried because I could feel that beauty so intensely again and I was just relieved like oh like this is me. I'm back. I'm here and I I am glad that I did it. I'm glad I came off of my medication. That is not for everyone. And there are definitely benefits to being on it. And this is just right now. Maybe I get to a point six months from now where I'm like, you know what? I probably should be on medication. Like I need that help. Um, but for right now, it feels really good to feel sensitive. <laughs> um, and I was scared at first because you hear stories of people coming off of um, different medications and just different side effects they have, their mental health kind of going through ebbs and flows. And I was really nervous and I definitely like had a conversation with Taylor when I was tapering off like, hey, I'm going to do the best I can to be honest with you with the things I'm feeling. If I feel anything scary I will share it, but also like keep an eye on me. And I think that's a really important part is just making sure the people in your life know that that's what you're doing so that, you know, you have, we don't always see things clearly for ourselves, right? You're like too much in it. So I didn't want to think I was doing fine and have him be like, what's going on? And, and not know that there was a reason, Um, so, but I feel very lucky. I feel like things just worked out smoothly for me. Um, I got what I wanted out of it and I feel very lucky for that. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, that's not the move for everybody to do, but I did it and I'm glad I did it. I advocated for myself, you know? This isn't right for me anymore. I don't feel good. It felt like the benefits didn't outweigh the negatives, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. But the timing of it all was kind of crazy because I have pretty much fully transitioned to my new job. I'm at my old job like one day a week. Um, But I like did the transition to my new job. Shortly after stopping the medication, Taylor was also away. He was on tour. So it was like this really challenging time. Um, And I just kind of like had to laugh about it. Like, why wouldn't you have just made this easy and like stop taking the medication in a month or two when you felt stable at your new job? Like, because I'll tell you what, new jobs are scary. I am doing completely different work now fully different workflow and it's messing me up I have to check myself like daily and be like did I did I just ruin my life by changing course 
And it's like, no, babe, you're just doing something new. So it's scary. And you are a giant critic to yourself. You're a really hard critic. And I'm trying to be softer. Um, But yeah, it's just all new. And new is scary. And so it made me laugh how I timed that out. So my advice to you, if you're ever thinking about changing your medication or switching it, obviously talk to your doctor. Have them guide you through it inform the people you love and that are a part of your life that you trust, let them know about it, be open to hearing what they have to say if they do ever voice concerns for you. Um, And maybe just think about like the timing of it all. You know, if you're about to switch things up a lot, maybe hold off for a minute. But like I said, could not feel luckier about how this has all worked out for me. Um, I really feel like I... I'm feeling my personality more again. Like I said, I can just feel my emotions. I can release them. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm coming back and that feels great. Um, but the timing, I'm just like, I'm feeling it all. I'm feeling all the things right now. So, that kind of goes into what I was saying about just like coming back to a lot of things for myself uh, that were maybe present in my mind or in my heart or whatever when I was younger. Um, Medication isn't what buried those things. Like I said, that's only been the last whatever, six, seven years. Um, I think just life, right? So I'm talking things that I felt when I was like 10 through 13 or whatever like maybe even younger than that and just recently coming back to a lot of those things so one of the big parts was at Thanksgiving I was at my parents house and I get there and it's my parents my siblings their kids their spouses um Taylor was away at this point and I get there and they're like dad has a tape he wants us all to listen to later I'm like a tape like just audio they're like yeah I'm like okay so we always my dad was amazing at always making home videos and I was a very cute baby so I really like watching them so to hear like it was just an audio tape I was like what is that and I joked like was I even alive because if not I don't need to hear it and they're like no 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 you were alive okay so we're sitting for dinner we're all finishing up and my dad goes, all right, once we finish dinner and before we have dessert, we're all going to go to the basement and listen to this tape. I'm like, oh my God. And I turn to my sister and I go, so what is it just me on the tape? And she just smiled and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so this memory, many memories rush back into my brain that I used to record radio shows and songs in our basement. And sure enough, that's what this tape was. It was very cute. My dad like introduced it before he played it and he like referenced referenced the Joey Showy. Um, it's in my blood. I like it's so funny. It's just this is what I've always wanted to do. 
I told you guys I love Delilah. I'm sure that was the inspiration at that time too. Um, so that particular radio show that he had found was me and my elementary school best friend. And it is exactly what you imagine 10 year olds um, sounding like on a radio show. Just chaos. Just awful, but funny. Um, and I, there was a time in my life where if you showed me things that I made or did when I was younger, I would cringe and be like, Ugh, no, that's not cool. But oh my God, I love this girl. I, 10 year old Joey, that was it. That was, I think I peaked then. Um, same, same humor. My friend introduced it as the Brittany and Joey show. And I quickly corrected her with, it should be the Joey and Brittany show, but I'm not selfish like that. So it's fine. <laughs> what a funny little bitch I was. Um, it was just cute. And then on the other side of the tape are, you know, some original songs baby Joey went through some heartbreak you guys I I don't know who hurt her but I will hurt them right now like <laughs> there is some some heartache there um and then the best part was a cover I covered uh All Star by Smash Mouth which was very funny because this year on my birthday my caption was a line from Smash Mouth. So I hear this playing and I'm just like, so that's always been my anthem? Like that's my song? I don't know, I guess. Um, and I brought the tape home to show Taylor and I hadn't listened to the whole thing. And after my cover of Smash Mouth, I continue to cover it maybe 50 more times, singing it as fast as I possibly can. And... I don't really do that specific thing anymore, but there are definitely some like, I guess they're OCD tendencies to like redo, 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 like just keep doing something. And yeah, I mean, that was just very fun to go. Oh my God. Like the core of who I am is the same. And like I said, I loved that girl. So I guess I love this girl too a little bit, you know? Um, and it just like opened up all of these other consistencies that I've realized, like big picture dreams. When I was little, I always wanted to own a store. I just wanted a cute little shop that people would come into. I'd talk with them. We'd connect and it would be a space where they felt good at that time it was a candy store but now it's good morning I dream of there being like a desert good morning shop I, I mean I will build on that dream forever hopefully one day it happens but California too I mean that was when I was a kid I'd never lived there my parents neither one from California met each other living there and I'm sure that played into it some way, but I just was always like, no, that place has sunshine. It's chill. That's where I belong. 
And now it's where Taylor and I want to live. We want to live in California. I want to have a little store. It's it's just kind of crazy <laughs> to come back to all of these things again. Um, even like art, I feel like. I That was very short-lived for me, but I did enjoy doing art. Um, but, you know... I couldn't finish a project in my 30 minute art class. So I thought I was bad at art. And then whatever, how many years ago I started doing art again. I was like, wait, I like this. I'm bummed because I missed out on many, 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 many years of, you know, discovering my own style or taking classes to learn techniques. And I definitely wish it was something that I had stuck with more throughout my life but I didn't and that's okay I've got it now so it's just cool it's really neat to I guess I don't think I ever fully went off course like I've always been myself um but I I mean I keep saying it it's just really cool to come back to yourself and to see your younger self in who you are now because we were so much I'm going to speak as a whole I imagine everybody's this way that we're just so much kinder to ourselves when we're younger I don't even know if we're kinder I think we're just like not in our heads as much so you don't have that critical voice that's judging you telling you not to do something fear oh my god fear is like You think you're going to get more brave as you get older, but everything's just scarier. It's really crazy. And I'm understanding more now that like fear, fear usually means it's, it's like, it's pulling you, right? If something's scaring you, then it's interesting to you and you want to do it, um, But fear, I feel like, doesn't protect us as much as we think it does. I feel like when when you're listening to the fear and you're basing decisions off of it, it limits you more than anything. And, And yeah, so I'm just trying to, like, not be scared and remember all the things that have always been true about me. I wanted to have a radio show. I wanted to live in California and have a store. I love people. I want them to feel good. I want to help them feel good. And that's me. So, guys, we're going to keep doing the podcast. Um, We, all of us, we're going to do it together. We're going to keep things going. Um, Thanks for coming back if you did. I am going to send you out this week with obviously my anthem. You're going to get a little bit of 10-year-old Joey's cover of All Star by Smash Mouth. And then obviously we're going to play that song because you can't hear my cover and then not listen to the song right after. Um, But anyway, I appreciate you. I love you. And I will see you next week. Bye. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed 
She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb and the shape of a nail on her forehead.